Section 50 of the Junior Classics, Volume 9, Stories of Today. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Rose and the Ring How Hedzoff Rode Back Again to King Giglow By William M. Thackeray Captain Hedzoff rode away when King Padella uttered this cruel command, having done his duty in delivering the message with which his royal master had entrusted him. Of course he was very sorry for Rosalba, but what could he do? So he returned to King Giglo's camp and found the young monarch in a disturbed state of mind, smoking cigars in the royal tent. His majesty's agitation was not appeased by the news that was brought by his ambassador, the brutal, ruthless, ruffian royal wretch, Giglo exclaimed, as England's posy has well remarked. The man that lays his hand upon a woman, save in the way of kindness, is a villain. Ha! Heads off! That he is, your majesty, said the attendant. And didst thou see her flung into the oil? And didn't the soothing oil, the emollient oil, refuse to boil, good heads off? And to spoil the fairest lady ever, eyes did look on? Faith, good my liege, I had no heart to look and see a beauteous lady boiling down. I took your royal message to Padella and bore his back to you. I told him you would hold Prince Bublo answerable. He only said that he had twenty sons as good as Bublo and forthwith he bade the ruthless executioners proceed. "'O oh, cruel father! O oh, unhappy son!' cried the king. "'Go, some of you, and bring Prince Bublo hither.' Bublo was brought in chains, looking very uncomfortable. Though a prisoner, he had been tolerably happy, perhaps because his mind was at rest, and all the fighting was over and he was playing at marbles with his guards when the king sent for him. Oh, my poor Bubo, said his majesty, with looks of infinite compassion, hast thou heard the news? For you see, Giglo wanted to break the thing gently to the prince. Thy brutal father has condemned Rosalba, put her to death, P-P-Prince Bublo. What? Killed Betsinda? Boo-hoo-hoo, cried out Bublo. Betsinda, pretty Betsinda, dear Betsinda. She was the dearest little girl in the world. I love her better twenty thousand times even than Angelica. And he went on expressing his grief in so hearty and unaffected a manner that the king was quite touched by it, and said, shaking Bobo's hand, 
that he wished he had known Bublo sooner. Bublo, quite unconsciously and meaning for the best, offered to come and sit with his majesty and smoke a cigar with him and console him. The royal kindness supplied Bublo with a cigar. He had not had one, he said, since he was taken prisoner. And now think what must have been the feelings of the most merciful of monarchs when he informed his prisoner that, in consequence of King Padella's cruel and dastardly behavior to Rosalba, Prince Bublo must instantly be executed. The noble Giglo could not restrain his tears, nor could the grenadiers, nor the officers, nor could Bublo himself, when the matter was explained to him, and he was brought to understand that his majesty's promise, of course, was above everything, and Bublo must submit. So poor Bubba was led out, heads off trying to console him, by pointing out that if he had won the battle of Bombardero, he might have hanged Prince Giglo. Yes, but that is no comfort to me now, said poor Bublo, nor indeed was it poor fellow. He was told the business would be done the next morning at eight and was taken back to his dungeon, where every attention was paid to him. The gowler's wife sent him tea, and the turnkey's daughter begged him to write his name in her album, where a many gentlemen had wrote it on like occasions. Bother your album, says Bublo. The undertaker came and measured him for the handsomest coffin which money could buy. Even this didn't console Bublo. The cook brought him dishes which he once used to like, but he wouldn't touch them. He sat down and began writing an adieu to Angelica as the clock always kept ticking and the hands drawing nearer to next morning. The barber came in at night and offered to shave him for the next day. Prince Bublo kicked him away and went on writing a few words to Prince Angelica as the clock kept always ticking and the hands hopping nearer and nearer to next morning. He got up on the top of a hat box, on the top of a chair, on the top of his bed, on the top of his table and looked out to see whether he might escape as the clock kept always ticking and the hands drawing nearer and nearer and nearer but looking out the window was one thing and jumping another and the town clock struck seven so he got into bed for a little sleep but the gaoler came and woke him and said get up your royal highness if you please it's ten minutes to eight so poor bubo got up he had gone to bed in his clothes the lazy boy and he shook himself and said he didn't mind about dressing or having any breakfast thank you and he saw the soldiers who had come for him 
lead on he said and they led the way deeply affected that they came into the courtyard and out into the square and there was king giglo come to take leave of him and his majesty most kindly shook hands with him and the gloomy procession marched on when hark ha wara wara a war a roar of wild beasts was heard and who should come riding into town frightening away the boys and even the beadle and policeman but roselba the fact is that when captain hedzoff entered into the court of snapdragon castle and was discoursing with king padella the lions made a dash at the open gate gobbled up the six beef eaters in a jiffy and away they went with rosalba on the back of one of them and they carried her turn and turn about till they came to the city where prince giglo's army was encamped when the king heard of the queen's arrival you may think how he rushed out of his breakfast room to hand her majesty off her lion the lions were grown as fat as pigs now having had hoganero and all those beef eaters and were so tame anybody might pat them when giglo knelt most gracefully and helped the princess bublo for his part rushed up and kissed the lion he flung his arms round the forest monarch he hugged him and laughed and cried for joy oh you darling old beast oh how glad i am to see you and the dear dear bets that is rosalba what is it you poor bublo said the queen oh how glad i am to see you and she gave her hand to kiss king giglo slapped him most kindly on the back and said bublo my boy i am delighted for your sake that her majesty has arrived so am i said bublo and you know why captain hedzoff here came up sir it is half past eight shall we proceed with the execution execution for what asked bublo an officer only knows his orders replied captain hedzoff showing his warrant on which his majesty king giglo smiling said prince bublo was reprieved this time and most graciously invited him to breakfast end of section fifty recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c